This week's show is brought to you by HealthyMail.com. Just go to HealthyMail.com or call 877-4-VIAGRA. That's the number four and Viagra spelled out. Use the code word GLORY and you'll get 20 pills for $49. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at This is episode Cecil. What is it? Four. 199 baby nine man wow we are we are edging 500 <laughs> right now we are just we are just working the rim and if you like edging you can go time. to healthymail.com <laughs> type in the you word can. glory at, at checkout and you'll get uh 20 pills for 49 bucks once you have the boner you might want something fun to do with you might it. want to go to adamandeve.com <laughs> glory at checkout that was four four ninety nine guys. We'll catch you next week. For <laughs> so later on in the show, we will have the uh, the citation needed scathing atheist uh, puzzle in the thunderstorm crew on to do another episode of Vulgarity for Charity. And next week they will be in studio for five hundred. They will indeed. So it's going to be a great. Yeah, it's going to be a great. We're going to have a party. Uh, we got thirty people from uh, our audience, patrons yep. from our audience, who are going to be showing up having a good time, hanging out. Uh, we're going to be doing a party here in Chicago, getting some pizza. And uh, and we're going to be doing our 500th show. So we are very excited for that. Stick around for the Vulgarity for Charity segment, which again, we'll be playing at the end of the show. We raised, and now Tom and I are recording this Wednesday during the day, but we know for sure we, we hit over $125,000. You guys are awesome. And the cool thing is, is that the guy... Um, guy or gal, anonymous donor, anonymous donor from Modest Needs decided to up their donation up to one twenty five. So it's a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar final haul for this vulgarity for charity. We hit the goal. We went over the goal. I imagine we're probably going to be close to about one thirty when we're done. Um, that's just a con- and that's a conservative estimate to be perfectly yeah. frank. Yeah, it is. So I, it you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Like, I mean, as, as, as genuinely as I can make my voice sound, thank you. Because th- there's, there's going to be hundreds, literally hundreds of families yeah. that get help yeah. because of this charity yeah. drive. If, if, if we had not pulled together the resources that we have as a community and we hadn't done this, that is hundreds of families that may or may not yeah. have been helped yeah. and probably wouldn't have. Yeah. You know, so thank you. Like, that's a hell of a lot of good that we were able to put out in the world. And I'm just... I'm just so fucking happy that we were able to pull those resources and to get that work done and to be able to do that much good this year. There's a lot. Awesome. There's a lot of work that we still have to do. A lot of people still need to be roasted. We've done a lot of roasts so far. There's a lot lined up. You see, there are demons in the earth. Read Matthew, Mark's gospel chapter five. There are demons all over where and Jesus cast out demons when he walked the earth. This is Dave coach, doc coach, not a coach. Dobbin Meyer, Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff. I love this. 
are either demon possessed or non-human. What if they like are really into white zombie and are more human than the human? human? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Here we go. This is Dave. Kind of love that song, actually. Do you? More yeah. human than the human. I mean, it's not any good, but I, I mean, fucking loved I it back in the day. I don't know that that makes any sense now that I even think about it now, but okay, that's fine. No, it's fine. And if we don't have any idea how our enemy operates, do we have any idea how to fight? See, so I, we don't know how they operate, but don't these guys always claim knowledge of how the enemy operates yeah. and who they are? Yeah, and yeah. Like, like, I was just like, it, what do you, you like, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, here's how there's a spiritual battle in the realm of Huss and Pfeffer, wherever you think this fucking happens. Like, they're always... <laughs> Sounds delicious, actually. They're always saying that shit, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, but I yeah. don't know how to fight them. Well, don't you just pray? Yeah. What, are you going to pray different? Yeah, and, and it, I mean, it really genuinely, all it is is just like, yeah, Jesus, bless these fucking uh, fist wraps and my boxing gloves <laughs> so I can go out there and fist fight a demon or whatever, or but I just don't know. Do the two things you do. Hope in the general direction of the sky and vote Republican. <laughs> that's all you do. That's literally that's all you literally need to do. the only thing any of you guys yeah, do. That's all you need to do. See, th- my opinion, Adam Schiff is a demon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Here we go. All right. I mean, Adam Schiff is a demon. He's a shape Schiff. Oh. <laughs> oh. This is the only guy that watches Supernatural like it's a documentary. You know what I mean? He's just right, like, right. man, I, you know, I just, I thought David Attenborough was going to narrate he's, this episode of Supernatural. He's watching, he's watching Lucifer and he's like taking d- copious <laughs> notes. So that's how you beat Lucifer. Right. I see. At some point, yeah. 100% guarantee he's going to stab somebody and be really upset when like black smoke doesn't come out of their eyes. <laughs> and they don't just immediately like disappear. Yeah, right. Yeah. I thought they would crumble yeah. into embers. Look, I watched the golden child. <laughs> and I know what happens when you stab something with a mystical knife. Demon possessed or a non-human. I don't know which one. Wait, a demon possessed or a non, what kind of non-humans would there be? You think, what do you do? Is he talking about a demon? Is he, is, he, is he just like, he's either a demon or demon possessed because a non-human could mean a lot of different things. Could, he's like a giraffe. He's <laughs> like in a, in a human suit. He's got to weirdly like stick himself in there. Could be a cyborg. He's a, could a, be a robot. Could like, be an alien. Said to, if there's yeah. non-human is a pretty yeah. broad it category is. encompassing yeah. all things except humans. After, if he's a cyborg <laughs> at the end of the, uh, at the end of the impeachment hearings, he's just holding onto a chair getting lowered, lowered into, the, into the molten lava with one thumb up. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so to clarify, he's either a demon. I'm going to do a Venn diagram. Yeah, here. no, absolutely. He's either a so demon. I've got a circle here. So he's, a, he's either, he's either, no, he's either demon possessed. Right. And then there's demon possessed, which that, demon that possessed, does not. That's another. Oh yeah. Demon, Cause they're, yeah. Cause right. they don't intersect. Demon possessed right. does not intersect. Does not intersect. Right? You're right. So that's okay. two. You, you got You got right. boobies now. Right. Yeah. And then, and then non-human. Non-human. Which does. Does intersect, intersect with, with yeah. demon, I guess. Right. Yeah. But all of demon yeah. would be a non-human. Non-human. <laughs> right. So I mean, you could, you could feasibly like be like one this, of those yeah. like single celled organism. You could be an inanimate object and be a non-human. You could, maybe it's maybe you could be literally anything just, else other than a human yeah. and be a non-human. Maybe just an enormous talking amoeba. We don't <laughs> know. <laughs> Cecil, keep a fucking open mind, Cecil. I am. Nancy Pelosi. She's either demon possessed, in my opinion, or non-human. Okay. We've got that. All right. The average 83 year old woman 
Okay, she's not 83, she's 79. I was going to say, is Nancy Pelosi 83? She's 79. I didn't realize she was 79 until I looked it up. I didn't, I didn't know. either until right this yeah, minute. I didn't know. I, I would have guessed yeah. her in her 60s. Yeah, yeah. no, she's she's 79. So Damn. She's old. I mean, I imagine she's probably only got a couple more terms in her, and then that's going to be it. Like, I can't imagine you're in your... Well, you have to, I think that's pretty fair to say. Like, yeah. she doesn't have a lot more of anything left. <laughs> <It's> 79. <laughs> <I know. laughs> you're on the outside yeah. edge of having yeah. stuff you're left. You're already past the average lifespan. Yeah, so every right. day is a gift. Every Every day you wake up, you're like, whoa, look at me, yeah, motherfuckers. Every day is a gift. And I think at a certain point, once you reach that, you're like, you're like McCain, where you're just like, thumbs down, bitches. <laughs> Take that. Is not in Washington, D.C. trying to control the world. Yeah, an average 83-year-old woman is not in Washington, D.C. You're absolutely right. right. An average 83-year-old woman, because there's only, what, 538 representatives in Washington. So the average person can't be in Washington. And, and to be entirely fair, on average, we don't have very many women yeah. in Congress. Exactly, right? right? Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Also, I will say though, the age, probably close. Yeah. <laughs> There's well, a lot of old people in Congress. I love I love where he's gonna go with this because like Trump is in his 70s. Mm-hmm. Pelosi's in her 70s. Yeah. Trump's a dude. Yeah. Totally fine. Yeah. Right? But like if you have a 70 something year old woman in power, yeah, that's a big charge, difference. That's a big, well, difference. that's a problem. That's right? That's, issue. that's all of a sudden a yeah, problem. That's the problem. Right. That's the, and you know, he's going to say that cause he's, cause he's saying it should be baking cookies. She's home sitting around baking cookies with her grandchildren and her great grandchildren. And Pat- she's certainly not telling us men what to do. Right. <laughs> I know. Right. I mean, let's not get this. I'll let's, tell you let's what. not confuse this. Sis. Grandma does not even have a penis. So yeah, how does she how know what you're supposed to Earth. do? Get in the kitchen, Grandma. <laughs> what do you mean, when's the train? There's no train anymore. You stopped working 20 years ago. <laughs> Get back in the kitchen. <laughs> and I'll say, like, the average 79-year-old man is just yelling racial epithets <laughs> at the mailman <laughs> and watching reruns of Cops. So, like, maybe the average person, uh, yeah. and to your point, isn't the speaker of the fucking house. Yeah, no shit, right? Yeah, it's fucking, it's either Archie Bunker or your Aunt Mabel who forgot what pants are. Yeah. Passing on her legacy to her family. She's not in Washington, D.C. You say, how can Adam Schiff. Wait, he, is he a 70-year-old woman and 79-year-old woman too? Adam or? Schiff is also, he's a non-human. He's a and non- in his mind, women are non-humans. Oh, that's true. Right? right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, yeah. is it non or just less? Less. It's certainly mm. less. Mm. Yeah. Oh, easily lie. Well, there's your answer. He's either demon possessed or he's not a real human being. What does, that, not what does that even mean? Right? Or he's not lying. Like, hey, how could, or people are good at lying. And, and you know what, guys? It's really hard to tell when people are lying. Everybody thinks they have a fucking great lie detector. And all the fucking science around that is like, no, you don't. Like, we can't tell when people are lying very well at all. Really? Like, I yeah, didn't know that. It's fucking terrible. And there's a stupid fucking idea, too, that like, oh, you know, it's really good at is the police. They have years and years of it. No, they're no better than, they're literally 20 years on the force, you're no better at telling if somebody's huh. lying than it's some fucking average Jamoke. Huh. And the average Jamoke can't fucking tell either. That's so interesting. We are bad lie detectors. That's so interesting. I would, add no, you would, I would have no idea that that's a true statement. We are not good lie detectors. I had no idea. Yeah. I, would, I would have thought to myself, I would have been like, because as a police officer, well, I guess as a police officer, sometimes you just never know whether or not they're telling the truth or not, period. You just wouldn't right. know. So you're like, well, I don't know if they're telling the truth. And so at the end of the whole thing, whether they get prosecuted or not doesn't necessarily mean they told the truth. So right. you don't have a way to test 
whether or not someone did something. And also you would require, I guess, a really good memory to know what their tells were, right? Like, right. you know, so yeah, it makes, I guess it makes sense now you're I think about it. You're going to think you're a good lie yeah, detector, yeah. right? Because you're going to be lied yeah. to sure. with a much higher frequency than regular people. Oh, so you just think everybody's lying then. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, uh, you know, I can tell when people are lying. I get, well, you, if you get lied to 90% of your day. Yeah. And then you call people out and also those people you're arrested. Like yeah. all the fucking variables yeah. point in a direction yeah. to fool yourself. Yeah, that's interesting. Right? Yeah, because you you got to think about it. They're probably thinking every single person yeah. lies. They're like, oh, well, everybody right. lies. Everybody's lying to me. I'm never, I'm never going into it thinking this person is telling the truth. Yeah, we're terrible lie detectors in general, but people are good at telling when people are inauthentic. People are good at seeing if you're faking an emotion – it's easy to tell them. It's, it's not easy, but like people are good at telling when people are faking emotions. They are not good at telling when people are just straight up like lying. Like my car is blue. Okay. If I tell you like, I got a blue car outside. Yeah. I don't have a blue car. I got a, I got a red, I got a red helicopter that I flew to, flew to the studio. Yeah. yeah. We're not good at telling that kind of stuff. Sure. We're good at telling emotionally significant stuff. I see. Oh, it's really interesting. I'm telling you this. There are non humans walking the earth. Would somebody give me an amen on that? There are non-human entities walking. Amen. Raccoons are non-human entities yeah, walking the earth. Absolutely. Right? Like, God, this is so, so stupid. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, I, I, I want to talk though about the the ideology behind this, which is demonize and otherize everybody who has a different opinion yeah. than you. And I and I I know that this has been. Th- a thing forever. This has been a right. thing forever. This is not a new thing. This isn't something like, oh man, you know, now with the advent of the internet, this is something big. No, they've been no, doing right. this forever. Um, they've been otherizing and demonizing people that think differently than them forever. Right now, though, the interesting thing is, is that there's there's more people that are vocal out there that we just can see them doing it right. nowadays more than we we had seen before. More than because they were kind of like, who's going to listen yeah. to Coach before before he has a YouTube channel? Yeah, before he nobody's, has the ability to get a really loud bull. Nobody's right? going to see him. Nobody's going to care. He's going to go to one or two gay pride events every year to drool, and then he's going to go home. <laughs> he made my tummy feel yeah. funny, and then that's it. Right, and that's it. That's where you'll interact with Coach. But now he's got a Coach Dave live. Every week, every day, whatever, however often he's fucking retired, I'm sure, so he doesn't have any fucking anything else to do. I'm just telling you. Amen, coach. Amen. Huh? <laughs> Some of them probably in positions of high authority in America. This is lizard peopling. Yeah, I yeah, he's I, lizard people. You absolutely right. He's lizard peopling. He's can, saying like those people are. Can I go back to your comment before about demonizing real quick, yeah. Cecil? You know what I miss? I miss when that was a metaphor. I miss when demonizing people was a metaphor and not actually comparing them to or claiming they were actual demons. You know, yeah, that used to that used to mean something other than I think that guy is an actual <laughs> demon. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the literalists are ruining everything. I, the biblical literalists, the constitutional literalists, like literalists are ruining everything. Because they think like four-year-olds. Yeah. Four-year-olds yeah. are the ultimate literalists, mm-hmm. right? Sure. They're just, it's like, they correct you on metaphors because they don't understand sure. that one like, thing represents another thing. You're like, thing wow, yet. she looks like a duck. She's like, she doesn't not look a like duck. a duck. Right. Yeah. She's not a duck. Right. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. 
Like literalists ruin everything. Yeah. And they're going to ruin the country because somehow they like managed to get grown up bodies with like regular shoe sizes and everything yeah. and tiny little brains. Absolutely. No, you're absolutely, you're a hundred percent right. They're like the children walk among us, right? Yes. You want to just walk around with a ruler and snap them on the knuckles <laughs> and be like, stop. That's not how the real world works. You know, but these are people though, who don't require any evidence for anything. You could right. say something out loud, like Adam Schiff is a non-human. It's like, okay, What's your evidence? What's your evidence that he's a non-human? He has a different opinion than you. What's right. what? What's the other evidence? Did you walk up to him and your hand sunk through him? <laughs> like, like what is it about? Because right. because you could be like body temperature yeah. sixty four. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, is, is he sunning himself and licking his eyeball? Like, what is happening? And the thing is, is like like you can make a claim about other things. Like I could tell you right now, Tom, but make a claim. There's a window in that pain over there. Yeah. That's a claim. It's a testable claim, right? Right. You walk up and try to put your hand through it, right? Touch it. Your hand might go through it, might not. But you, at least there's a testable claim there. Like, what's your testable claim? I mean, even in fucking like... Uh, Holy Grail, the movie, the Monty Python, Holy Grail. They at least had a witch test. Yeah, it was know, a right. shitty witch test, but they at least had a witch test. Right. Here, it's not even anything. It's just him saying she, he's a non-human and everybody's just like, amen. And you're like, well, what's your, you have a testable claim. He's a non-human. Show me the traits that make him non-human. Right. Oh, I don't like him. Okay. Well, he's lying. Well, now you got to well, demonstrate that he's lying, but people lie. Yeah, but also, coach, if it's that you don't like him, I don't like you. Right. That makes you a non-human. <laughs> Fuck you. Tom, half the people in our audience, more than half probably, um, have penises. And I'm, I'm going to say it's more than half. The Cecil. other bit like him. <laughs> A lot, I'm sure a right? good percentage of those. A good percentage like them. And it could be that some have a man like them, and that's fine, right? We're not judging. Him. I was going to say, like, I I, I have a piece, yeah. Yeah. and I got to say, it's I'm not pro my dick. I, I am absolutely pro my dick, too. Yeah. And if you're pro your dick, yep. you should check out Healthy Male. You should. You know, just about every man over the age of 25 has experienced some sort of erectile dysfunction issue. And for some, it's more than just occasionally. So, now you can avoid the time and the embarrassment of going to the doctor to get ED drugs like Viagra or Cialis by just calling Healthy Male. HealthyMail.com has been around helping men discreetly for over 20 years. Uh, they've prescribed almost 3 million prescriptions. They do it all online. There's no need to visit your local gas station and buy some of those phony snake oil treatments. That shit doesn't work. Doesn't work. It's literally, it's like five hour energy for your right. cock. Right. It's totally not worth it. Just because the name of something yeah. is horny yeah. goat weed yeah. doesn't mean it's going to do anything to your dick. Exactly. There's a reason yeah. drug companies are like, we found a thing that helps yeah. your dick. If the horny goat weed worked, they would put it in a capsule and right. call it something. Right. Yeah. Most orders are shipped in a day with discreet packaging right to wherever you're at, your home, your office, hotel, vacation destination, FedEx pickup location. I will say you this. Wait, you know, like eventually when they get the drone thing, you could be banging someone in your car and just call right. healthy mail. Right. And then right. you just get a drone delivery. You just, you just look, you look, please hold. Yeah. Just, you just look. We're going to take a cuddle break. I will say, please hold works so well during foreplay. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> The best part, unlike most companies online, there's no subscription service that you have to cancel. HealthyMail.com will only ship your pills when you order them. It will never automatically charge your card so every month. So it's it's blue pill, not blue apron? Is that how it works? <laughs> is, that, is that how this works? Right now, Healthy Mail is offering to our listeners 20 pills for $49. That includes the doctor's prescription and the free shipping. You've never gotten a prescription for anything that cheap. No kidding, right? Like you can't even get the prescription, much less the drug. Like the doctor's not seeing you. Yeah. 
and saying, here's how to fix anything for $49. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Um, you can order online at uh, www.healthymail.com. You can call 877-4-VIAGRA. That's 877, the number four, and Viagra spelled out. Be sure to mention the offer code GLORY. You get 20 pills for $49. Guys, requests for medications are not guaranteed. They still have to be approved by a U.S. licensed physician. Just know that. Go ahead and call 877-4-VIAGRA. See if you're eligible. Avoid the doctor's visits for your ED once and for all. Again, the offer code here is GLORY. This amazing rabid anti-Semite. Holy shit. Look, we've had we've had uh Rick Wiles on the show a lot. And we've had him say some really, really anti-Semitic shit on yeah, the show absolutely. a lot. And here is I, I actually I, I hesitate to say this is the most anti-Semitic he's been because that bar is so hot, right? <laughs> and like at some point, like Unless you're cattle prodding them into a fucking yeah right yeah, car, yeah exactly yeah yeah I'm not sure how much yeah. more anti-Semitic you can yeah. get, but to suffice it to say that this is a zenith point yeah. of verbal anti-Semitic. This guy's dog is named Rommel. Right. Like you know it. Like you know it. I right, yeah. some right wing watch Juku. Juku. <laughs> I am just reading it. People. What's hold on? A Juku is that is that like a uh, a little box that only plays Jewish media? Like it's a Juku. <laughs> you plug it in. Oh, that's all the media. It's the it's Jews. Juku. The Jews. They control, they, they control it. it all. I keep trying to so change the channel. I got but they this, won't let me. Got this stupid Juku. <laughs> all keeps playing is all the media that they control. Oh look, Fiddler yeah. on the roof again. <laughs> <laughs> Schindler's List. Boo. <laughs> Sound of music, sound of music, sound of music. God damn it. New York Times. What? <laughs> Here we go. This is uh this is Rick Wiles. Juku <laughs> impeachment effort prompts another anti-Semitic tirade from Rick Wiles. Rick Wiles again, all up on the Jews here. <laughs> Very unpleasant. It's so crazy, old man. You yeah. know, you feel like you feel like he's one of those guys at the nursing home that they have to have a slit in the door to feed him. <laughs> <laughs> he's just throwing his pudding cup at the nurse. He's just constantly. That's the way the Jews work. <laughs> I'm already like, okay, for real. Like right before Thanksgiving, like this is everybody's shitty oh, uncle. God. You're just like, oh god. Uh, don't let him toast anyone. Do I have to do this? I don't want to go to that dinner. They're de- they are deceivers. They plot. They lie. Okay, so if you, I know the uh, audience can't uh, see what he looks like when he's doing this, but the the glee and the joy on his face, like while he's yeah. saying these things, and like the way he's looking. Have you ever seen all those old anti-Semitic cartoons they used to do with where the the they would depict the Jew with the really big nose? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They yeah. would have that really evil looking smile tell me he doesn't look like the depiction that they were doing in the totally doesn't he look like the depiction of that that uh that anti-semitic depiction of jews back in the day weirdly he does right he totally does that's so weird he totally absolutely looks like that and it's just like oh you were drawing an evil person okay Okay. no it fits it makes sense yeah they do whatever they have to do to accomplish their political agenda this that's called that's, politics. That's literally everybody, what everybody does. If you don't do everything you could do to accomplish the things you want to accomplish, then you were lazy about the <laughs> things you wanted to accomplish. There's the people who tried and the people who didn't. Right? right? If you're like, you know yeah. what? I wanted to accomplish this thing, but instead I laid around all day. <laughs> like whenever I don't achieve something and I'm like, well, how hard you work? Well, not that hard. 
So that's on me. You know, like, right, yeah, me. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> impeach Trump movement is a Jew coup. <laughs> and the American people better wake up to it really fast because this thing is moving now towards a. V- and it is like a martial art, too, because no can defend. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Vote in the House and then a trial in the Senate. We could have a trial by before Christmas. This country could be in civil war at Christmas time. Well, a, a fucking impeachment trial is not a civil war. Oh, God. I don't, impeachment would yeah, not be no, a civil no, war. We're no. not having a civil war. Well, Look, numbskulls, yeah. we're not having a civil war. America's fat and complacent and lazy. Yeah. Most people don't show up to vote. Yet the people that do show up to vote are, are like a relatively small percentage of the people eligible to vote. Half of those people are Democrats. You're not going to have a fucking civil war. You have people like, ah, ah, and they would fucking fly their no step on snack flag a little higher, yeah. right? You might have one asshole or two assholes do something stupid. Yeah. But a civil war, people can't be bothered to go out and pick something. They're not going to be like, I'd get shot for that. Yeah. Members of the U.S. military are going to have to take a stand, just like they did in the 1860s with the Civil War. They're going to have to decide, are you fighting for the North or the South? And it's pretty much the same thing nowadays, too, by the way. Oh, right. Yeah. North and South. It's pretty much. I mean, although I will say, like, even the North is kind of, there's still plenty of red states in the North, though, too. Right. It's like, I mean, there's like, it's like, you would have to jump real far from the coast to get to your first blue state. <laughs> <laughs> Members of the government are going to have to take a side. Instead of North, South, it's going to be left or right. They've already taken a side if you're in the government. Jesus Christ. What are you fucking kidding me? You think there's a bunch of people in the government who are like, you know, I'm really up in the air on whether or not I'm a Republican or Democrat? Even the independents that are in government are clearly left or right. Right. Like there are a hundred, like, like Bernie Sanders is an independent. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But he's the farthest left guy on the, on the fucking in the Senate. Well, I don't know if that's true, but I'm, you know what I mean? He's at least really far left, you know? People are going to be forced possibly by this Christmas to take a stand. Because of the well, I hope that you know what I hope. I yeah. hope they're fucking forced to take a stand when it comes time to vote. Yeah, gosh, that's the only thing that like that's, yeah. that the only time that you ever have an opportunity to take a fucking stand and decide something is when you have an opportunity yeah. to fucking show up and vote. This Jew coup in the United States. We have weeks to stop. Jew coup. <laughs> maybe a train maybe sound wasn't bad, appropriate. a bad idea. Okay, yeah. maybe the train. But that's sound. why I'm speaking out. That's why I'm putting everything on the line, saying this is a. Coup led by Jews. What is on the line for him? What is he risking with another anti Semitic? I know, like, like, it's not like people don't know you're an anti Semite. Like, when people know you're not risking anything, what are you risking passage to Israel? (laughs) We're putting it all on the line by doing this podcast. I'm putting it all on the line by making fun of Rick Wiles. (laughs) (laughs) To overthrow the constitutionally elected president of the United States. And it's beyond removing Donald Trump, it's removing you and me. That's what's at the heart of it. That's right. What? You have been taken over by a Jewish cabal, a Bolshevik revolution. Well, those aren't the same thing. What? The Bolsheviks from fucking like the 19 teens in Russia? Yeah, it's the Russian revolution. Like, Like, that's not the same thing. Like, that happened like around World War I times? And I'm going to tell you, the Church of Jesus Christ, you're next. Get it through your head. They're coming for you. Who are they? Like this, like the, the Jews, Jews and the Bolsheviks? I guess the Bolsheviks. Against the Christians? Yeah. The Jews are necromancers. They've raised all the Bolsheviks <laughs> from the ground. Look, 
the Jews versus the Christians. We've played that out already. <laughs> We've done that a lot. The Jews didn't win. No. They keep not winning. Yeah. There's a lot less of them. Yeah. Th there will be a purge. That's the next thing that happens when Jews take over a country. They That's the timeline we're in. <laughs> Actually, to be honest, I'd kind of like to be in the purge timeline now that I think about it instead of ours. I'm like, no, no, the purge would be okay. Right? I'd be all right with that. You're like, yeah. Uh, I'll do it. You know, you know, you know, I'll do that one. Fuck it. Throw in a Hunger Games. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Yeah, let's do. Yeah, let's do the let's do the Republican version of that purge. <laughs> where they tell the Democrats take them that they canceled that movie. Do you remember this? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Where they hunted they, they hunted, hunted the uh, Repu hillbillies for sport. hillbillies. Or, yeah, yeah, they were hunting the hillbillies. That's yeah. right. It was the Democrats hunting the hillbillies yeah. with all their guns. <laughs> <laughs> all the murderous Democrats yeah. hunting. You had a Democratic gun, and they'd be like, "Okay, tell me about this gun." And they're like, "It is a gun." Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> And the person's like, it's an Armalite gas-powered burka-burka-durka-burka with a scope and a night vision and a trigger and a blah, blah, blah. And they'll say, oh, I don't even know anything because I'm a Democrat. I don't know shit about guns. But they'll say all this stuff. And then you end up like, yes, it fires bullets. Like, <laughs> like no fuck all. Okay. Uh, well, see, I wrote a dissertation yeah. on the usage of guns in the 19th Okay. I'm sorry. All I'm right. allergic to smoke, so you better have smokeless bullets. China has total respect for Donald Trump and for Donald Trump's very, very large brain. All right. So this week in Trump, Tom, we have uh, three stories. The GOP is mired in conspiracies and it's about to get worse. There's a wired story. We have, we I'm going to say that one's the last. We have, this one's great. Donald Trump criticizes impeachment witness for failing to hang his photo while ambassador. And this one is amazing. Trump. Why was it the hundredth anniversary of women's <laughs> suffrage observed years ago? Which let's do serious first. Let's do serious first. Okay. Let's do serious first. Oh, it's the Wired article. So, the, like, like this one is about all the crazy shit that's going, all the weird conspiracies that are going on that are just like, and this is like the QAnon stuff, but also like other shit that's just and the Biden thing, which is a crazy conspiracy yeah. that they will not let go. There's just so many of these conspiracy theories. Now they're saying that the the Russia is a hoax. Yeah, it was not Russia that was interfering in the 2016 elections. That it was Ukraine that was doing it, and that a Ukrainian company called CrowdStrike physically has the DNC servers that were hacked. And this is shit like the president is saying. <laughs> What would you do with it? Like, wait, they're just, hiding them. They're, they've got, they've got, because that's how servers work. Yeah. They're hiding. <laughs> if you put a server under a blanket, then nobody can see it. You walk downtown. He's like, hey, buddy, you want to buy a server? They open their code and they're just huge hanging. There's like a whole server. Thing. Like racks. Yeah, there's racks. Of server. He's got a fan blowing there to keep him cool. Uh, you know, uh, off t uh, a little off topic. We were talking about it a couple weeks ago. It didn't make the show. We we're talking about uh, uh, crypto mining. Yeah. I saw an article this week that said that Georgia, the country Georgia, yeah. 10% of their energy goes to crypto mining. Holy mother. 10% of their energy. 10%. They're like, it's the most, Holy they're shit. like, it's the most uh, environmentally horrible currency out there is crypto stuff. Because Seriously, it's, yeah. you could print money on the back of a lemur's eyeballs. <laughs> it's like and taking endangered <laughs> turtles and exchanging them for goods. I'll and it's trade. safer to the environment. <laughs> How than much is this car? It's two panda bears, a tortoise, <laughs> and a lemur's you're, testicle. You're, you're paying for it with emojis? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I use a panda bear emoji with two trees. 
I need a ship that's going down in the oh ocean and an ocean on fire. Can you yeah. do that? <laughs> okay, I will trade you uh, uh, two oil spills. <laughs> I need an oil slip. <laughs> a bubble and crude. <laughs> like I and, and all of this so that like pedophiles and like drug dealers <laughs> can, can get, buy shit can online. Buy shit. Like because gonna... they were so inconvenienced doing it face to face before. There was another well, we way want... to get like a large amounts of cash and they didn't want that to be traceable. So like, hey, is there any way I could just see this crypto shit? Sure. We'll burn down the whole planet for you. No worries. Did you want to fuck more kids? Hey, let's light the ocean on fire. What do you say? <laughs> What is we're like compounding our miseries with tragedies oh, and our tragedies with the miseries. worst. The we're worst. the worst species. We don't oh, deserve any God. of this. I want to talk. I want to roll back to this these conspiracy things because it's this goes back to some shit we were talking about earlier in the show. We we're talking about how people don't like. We're talking about evidence because at one point the guy says, I think what happens this is a quote. I think what happens is we start to look at the facts and everybody has their own impression of what the truth is. Republican representative and Trump ally Mark Wet Meadows this week assured the president supporters that they can simply choose not to believe reality. We've heard that yeah, that statement right. before. Alternative facts. We've heard that woman that we play that was like everybody has their own idea of what the facts are. Right. So like like people, they're, they're trying to change the thing. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, how damaging is that? And then I was like, no. These are people who they will, they will look at you and be like, well, you don't believe in God. And you'd be like, yeah, well, I just need some proof. And they'll hold up a Bible and that's proof to them. Right. right? They'll be like, this is proof. This is proof. And you're like, yeah, but that's just a book that some people a long time ago wrote and that we've translated. That's not proof. And they'll be like, no, this is the proof you need. So they don't need anything other than someone else saying it's real. And so for them, this is, this is just as natural as breathing. This is as natural as breathing to a religious person to not have evidence for something and to believe something on its face because all they're doing is believing the guy on the pulpit. He's just saying, yeah, there's a God and it's going to be great. Give me your money. And they do. And it's all, it's all this, uh, it's, it's all authority trust, right? right? Exactly. It's just a hundred percent of that. It's, 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 it's like, yeah, this is somebody that I have placed my faith in to tell me true things about how the world works. Yeah. So only I think as long as the things that they are told are the things that build a world they want to be true, that right? Reinforce their worldview. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's like, I want these things to be true. Like, look, yeah. I would rather there be a heaven and hell. Yeah. I would. I think maybe I haven't given no, that too I much thought. No, I, don't, I don't think uh, that I no, want there I to be hell. That doesn't make any yeah. sense. Hell doesn't make any sense. Hell doesn't make any sense. You at can't all. think your way. I don't even really want there to be a heaven. Like, like I think there were. I think, and I don't even know that, that living forever would be fun. Yeah, I, so, I don't know. Yeah, that like, I, think, I think a lot of that stuff is bad. You know, like, but you know, I think I would find it comforting. I think I can understand it. Sure, I can yeah, get yeah, there, yeah, yeah. right? But like, just because that seems like something I would want doesn't make that thing true. Like. You know, I want to come home tonight and there's fresh baked cookies, but that's not going to change whether or not there's fresh they're, baked whether cookies. Whether they exist or not, yeah. Like, just because I want it doesn't make it happen. Like, sure. it's just, that's not how things work. Yeah. You know, and it's, and and the other thing you have to think about too is that when Obama was in office, we talk about worldviews, mm-hmm. when Obama was in office, they thought this was the worst thing that ever happened. They will right. they would look you in the face and be like, this is the worst our our government has ever been. And you're like, no, it's not. And they'd be like, no, it is. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's absolutely. So they would have a worldview that was right. 100% against current reality. And it didn't matter because, they, yeah. again, because all they did was rely on other people to tell them whether or not the sky was blue. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing because it's like, those same people, like you, you, you go back to the the W, the era of W, and it's like 
That guy invaded two countries on false pretenses. At least one for sure on false pretenses. Sure. Afghanistan, you can make the argument, but you cannot make an argument about Iraq. And that cost us trillion plus dollars. And lots of lives. Not like, ours, but right. theirs, yeah. But but these guys care more about money. You know, like it's very clear they care more about money than lives. Otherwise, they wouldn't behave in a lot of ways they behave. Sure, yeah. So just sticking to the money part, it's like you, this guy made a mistake. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That yeah. cost trillion plus dollars. Trillion plus dollars. And we don't look back at that and say that's the worst thing that's happened in the last 30 years economically to our country. That's a trillion dollars that we could have had. Like any yeah. any trillion we didn't spend could have been <laughs> trillion. You know what I mean? Like that trillion. That's, you you could yeah. keep your trillion dollars. So yeah. all the like all the talk about like economy and growth and all that, like how much better would that have been if we didn't have W? Yeah. And that's an answerable question that you can do the math on. Yeah. And it's astonishing to me that, like, we refuse to look at shit then. Instead, it's like, well, you know, under Obama, he created this fucking uh, healthcare system that's basically paid for itself. And that cost, you know, billions. It's like, yeah, we invaded a country, killed 100,000 people, and lost 3,000 lives for no reason. It cost a trillion dollars. Yeah, but Obama gave a bunch of people healthcare yeah. that they had to pay for with insurance yeah. premiums. I'm like, well, I feel like a crazy person. Yeah. So let's talk about... Um, <laughs> Trump was, uh, he called into Fox and Friends. I think it was Fox and Friends. Yeah. And he just has a 40 minute long diatribe where he's complaining about this person, um, Yovanovitch, uh, who wound up doing, um, wound up uh, being the person who they, that was the ambassador that they interviewed um, in the impeachment hearings. And during this big long diatribe he's on, on fucking, on Fox and Friends, he's like, well, they never hung up my photo. It took her a long time. So she clearly doesn't like me. What the, like, <laughs> seriously, the most powerful man in America knows if you put up his photo. He, he shouldn't even know this. He doesn't even have anything better to do. He's, yeah, that's what I mean. He like, you shouldn't even know do. this, you having narcissistic solved, fuck. It was, it's, 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 a, it's an onion headline or something like that where they're like, having solved all other man's problems. Right. You know, like where it starts out like that. Like that's, it's like, there's so many other things that you could be spending your time and energy on. And that's the thing that I think bothers me the most about Trump is that, when he watches TV and you clearly know he watches TV because he's tweeting about it while it's happening. He's live tweeting everything. Right. You know, you know, he's doing this. You're like, your time is more important than that. This guy shouldn't know if people like him or don't like him. And he shouldn't care. He should be above these things. We literally pay just one guy in the whole country to just be above this kind of petty day to day. Right. Right. Self-involved bullshit. Yeah. Like the thing is like, you look at that kind of self-involved narcissistic bullshit in regular people, and it's like, oh my god, it's and fucking tired. It's so tedious. It's just like you're just it's like cringy and tedious. You're just like, oh, right. Yeah. Nobody likes that guy. Yeah, and that's the guy. Like this, like to your point, this guy shouldn't even have time to know this. Yeah, and he's fucking obsessed with it. He shouldn't even know. took her like a. Here's what he said, just so we're not like yeah. anyone thinks that we're missing it. This ambassador that you know everybody says is so wonderful, she wouldn't hang my picture in the embassy, okay? She's in charge of the embassy. She wouldn't hang it. It took like a year and a half or two years for her to get that picture up. She said bad things about me. She wouldn't defend me, and I have the right to change an ambassador. He's obsessed with yeah. likability. Yeah, he wanted he wants everybody to like him. And if they don't like him, and, and and that's a perfect example of him being just such a narcissistic shit where he's just like, you have to have my photo up there. What is wrong with you? Everything. Oh, everything. 
This is amazing. <laughs> I can't even. I, this is unbelievable. Okay. President Trump says about the 100th anniversary of women's suffrage, the, the, the 19th Amendment ratifying women's right to vote. He said, with his own right, they've been working on this for years and years, and I'm curious why it wasn't done a long time ago. And also, well, I guess the answer to that is because now I'm president and we get things done. We get a lot of things done that nobody else got done. <laughs> You, he didn't get the 100th anniversary of something done. <laughs> you know, my administration, we get decades done in eight and a half years. <laughs> I like the whole purpose of this, like the, the article, they're like, yeah, this shit's always like unanimous. It's a sort of unanimous back padding commemorative coin. Is somebody coin filibustering bullshit. the commemorative right. coin for suffrage? <laughs> Is somebody out there pulling out the phone book and fucking Mr. Smith went to Washington this shit? <laughs> this is the most useless shit that Congress does. Right. Give me a fucking break. Fuck you. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, because I'm president, I celebrated my birthday on the day celebrating the anniversary of my birth. <laughs> well, yeah, that's how that works. It's the name. You can't have a centennial Early, it would be we, not we beat the, the centennial. We beat the traffic on the centennial, and we had it ten years early. It's They've been trying to get the centennial done uh, early. Well, the roasts are still getting written, but the donations have stopped. We hit the goal. We're super excited. And we want to thank everyone who donated. You folks really did change a lot of lives this November. And of course, we want to keep going on these roasts. So we invited on the Siskel and Ebert of Christian movies and their best boy, Noah Heath and Eli. <laughs> first things first, Don Ford, voice of fantasy and adventure, would like a roast of me and Tom. So hit us with your best shot, guys. Oh, finally, we get to talk shit about each other. The listeners have waited for this long enough, I right, guess. Right, right. Um, okay. You guys look like white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> we act like it, too, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah no yeah. shit. But not that much privilege, like a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you guys look like you have a podcast, I gotta be honest. <laughs> you look like the spokesman for a mediocre shaving kit called OK Groomer. <laughs> Yeah, you look like the behind the music of Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> so, uh, Bebop and Rocksteady. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Bird's good, but Christine donated 150 bucks, and Robert and what is that? That's o a real person's o name. C. Lee Lucell. O. C. Lucell donated 50 bucks to give the same treatment to yourselves. Dibs on not knowing. Dibs on not knowing. Damn it. Mm -hmm. Oh, so how's the quitting smoking going? No, it's going fucking great. Fucking great. <laughs> All right. Uh, Heath and Eli look like if taking an argument about a game of Magic the Gathering too seriously was a gay couple. <laughs> Thank you. Compliment. Yeah, exactly. I'll take it. Uh, all right. Noah looks like he dropped out of samurai school to work on his subway guitar act. <laughs> and uh, Eli looks like a baby LARPing as a moil. Oh, <laughs> All right, uh, Heath looks like the one monk who took a vow of onanism, and Noah looks like the portrait that's been aging instead of Cher in her attic. <laughs> All right, I'll try. Uh, you guys look unemployable. No, um, I meant unfuckable. 
No, I mean, you guys look like you couldn't employ someone to fuck you. That's <laughs> You guys look like up. villains in an animated PSA about the dangers of skin tags. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom, Tom and Cecil, you guys didn't have to do one. Remember? Do what? Eh, all right, let's get down to it, guys. Here we go. First one's for Noah. In the name of hitting our $100,000 goal and quitting smoking, Gerald would like you to roast addiction. Addiction, you're like the government subsidy for intoxicants, right? You obviously can't make it on your own in the marketplace of inebriation, so you come, they come in and underwrite you with your corporate welfare bullshit. <laughs> addiction, you're like Donald Trump. <laughs> Everybody hates you. The more they get to know you, you're worth a hell of a lot less than you pretend to be. And no one would feel bad if I kicked you. <laughs> okay, Eli, this next one's for you. Heather would like a roast of her brother-in-law. Yeah. So Brock is awful in a lot of ways that are not funny, but he started his own motorcycle club and then got kicked out by the other members. And that is hilarious. <laughs> it should also be his awesome. epitaph because it is the best possible descriptor of who he is as a human. For more than a miserable failure of a father and a husband, if we ever lose Brock and for some unimaginable reason we try to find him, the only possible way we will guide people to his emaciated corpse that not even carrion creatures full of refuse will eat would be to issue an all points bulletin to look for a guy who started his own motorcycle club and then got kicked out by the other members. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got one now for you, best friend. Not best friends. Okay, don't lash out, Cecil. Not in front of the $200,000, okay? <laughs> Jordana gave us 100 bucks for you to roast her ex-friend, Deanna. Oh, well, this picture of a very ultra-religious Deanna is amazing. She's wrapped up in a fur coat so tight, she looks like she's going to shoot out the top of it like a wet bar of soap. <laughs> Deanna, you're afraid of Harry Potter because you look like a giant, furry, mythical creature ate him and is currently getting ready to drag its butt across the ground to get the rest of him out of his ass. Hey, <laughs> okay, Heath, this one's for you. Joshua gave us 50 bucks for you to roast his ex-friend Chris, a missionary with no useful life skills to support his new child have at it great all right chris uh chris looks like he's been trying to support the new baby with slam poetry open mic bringer shows and <laughs> naturally that was not working but he just realized that the problem was his leather jacket didn't have enough zippers so he just fixed that and he's about to start crushing it uh, and Tom, Michael gave us $1,000 for you to roast Philly and or Pennsylvania. So make it a good one. I'm going to go with and, I think, Cecil. Okay. All right. A lot of people say that Pennsylvania is the south of the north, but that's not really true. Pennsylvania is worse than that. Pennsylvania is worse than the south. Pennsylvania has a reputation for having a lot of Amish people, but I'm not even sure how you could tell. The whole country is so full of neckbeards, I'm not sure how you count them all. <laughs> and Philly, you call that fucking thing a steak sandwich? That's a steak sandwich like cat food is surf and turf. Your state is gross and weirdly indecisive, but the rest of the country has decided we're just not that into you. <laughs> all right. 
Next up, we have some special requests. So let's start with Joseph, who gave us $750 to roast France. And I'm sure he wanted Eli to do it, even if he didn't request it. Don't do oh, the- hello, oh, everyone. Are you going to do the accent? <laughs> it is me. Yes, That's my favorite. France. I love this. Authenticity. Sorry, let me just uh, take a moment from murdering my wife for the 22nd time this month <laughs> to remind you that there isn't a war I can't- They have a huge spousal abuse problem. There isn't a war I can't lose. Menon. Meno, a joke, of course. There are many wonderful things about France. The food, the art, the architecture. Just nothing that anyone alive had anything to do with. (laughs) But hey, remember, we don't always lose to the Nazis. We defeated one last year. She came in third place in our presidential race. (laughs) It went the guy who won and met. Anyway, who wants some overpressed wine? True story. (laughs) True story. Amazing. This this next one is for uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Sarah, you here? Yep. Okay. All right. Chris, Greg, and Derek would like you to roast press secretary Stephanie Grisham. All right. Excellent. Hey, Stephanie Grisham. You look like the least interesting woman in the world. You look like you don't always drink beer, but when you do, I beat you to death with your own heels outside of TGI Fridays. And I don't mean your shoes. I mean, I pull your heel bones out with my bare hands and beat you. And that beating is the most interesting thing that ever happens in your life. Why? Because... You're basic. You're basic. <laughs> okay, Noah. An anonymous donor gave us $750 to roast their coworker, who is also named Noah. So I, I guess it takes one to Noah one. So Shit, have at it. Uh, <laughs> all right, Noah, you look like the person the phrase coupon-related violence was coined for. <laughs> also, you're a, you're a fucking strike breaker, dude, which is cancer if it could have a 401k well you figured the american worker had it too good i get it but on behalf of the nine remaining unionized workers left in this country fuck you the tragedy of the commons is that we didn't feed you to the sheep (laughs) (laughs) and you don't get that because you're stupid right yeah exactly exactly (laughs) trust me no it's funny um okay so let me return the favor uh joanna gave us 489 dollars and 50 cents to roast boston oh Boston is that kid from high school that constantly went on about his manifesto entitled, there are black people and there are (laughs) N-words. Boston is a Quentin Tarantino script where two vicious racist hitmen agree that women should totally have the right to choose, but feminists should shut the fuck up about it. (laughs) Boston is Grand Rapids, Michigan with a speech (laughs) impediment. Fantastic. Tom. Chris gave us 200 bucks for you to roast their mom and her husband, Carl. Sometimes we get these roast requests, then they give us the story about people, and then I read that story, and then I fucking cringe, and then I read a little further, and then I die inside. Fuck. All right. Carl is a fucking monster of a person. He is a subhuman piece of accidental DNA. He is an animated dumpster scraping. The kind of person that will make the eventual collapse of the human species worth that loss for removing (laughs) any trace of Carl. Carl should have been stuffed into a sack and drowned at birth. He is the antithesis of worth. He is beyond redemption and is the reason I feel validated in not believing in forgiveness. And Chris, (laughs) your mom, she's not much better because as bad as Carl is, 
and he is almost impossibly awful. Carl, remember, is still evidently the best she could fucking do. Uh, All right, it's time for double trouble. Like the robots in Pacific Rim, these roasts are so powerful they can only be handled by two roasters or (laughs) Idris Elba. I know. Eli wrote it. Eli wrote it. He wouldn't return our our phone calls. (laughs) This first one. I opened too strong. I think you should have relaxed it back. Yes. But like most of your life, Eli, relaxed it back. You should have. It's all about breathing. This first one's for Noah and Tom. (laughs) Daniel donated $604 for you two to do the fusion dance and roast people who don't get the flu shot. What the fuck is the fusion dance? It's a Dragon Ball Z thing. Do you feel like you just explained something now with that? Just do the roast, Tom. Fucking shit. (laughs) Just do it. All right. You know what? If you don't get a flu shot, there's probably one of two reasons. Either you're so spectacularly lazy that you cannot be bothered to take the 10 minutes to go to the fucking CVS, or you are monumentally stupid. And normally, if you're this lazy or this stupid and you wanted to just get sick and die, I would be on your side. The world would, after all, be better off without you. But without herd immunity, there's a possibility that decent useful people might fall ill and when that happens when a baby's lungs fill with fluids and their mother sobs as their infant is put on a respirator you should know that 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 is your fault and if you can't be bothered to get a fucking flu shot i at least hope that the death rattle of the next dying infant is your own oh god yeah don't get me wrong you're like your selfish asses are a great (laughs) argument against herd immunity but still get your fucking flu shot you guys are the Noah the Strike Breakers of Disease Prevention. <laughs> you are. Yeah. That was heavy for Tom. It ended with the infant dying. <laughs> right. Right. But it was theirs. They were de- okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Cecil and Tom, next one's for you. An angry army vet would like a roast of Leslie. Go. Oh, yeah. This picture is amazing. She looks like she's euthanized every pet she's ever had in the prime of his life because the taxidermy would look better. That's fantastic. She's like the final boss in a very boring bureaucratic army simulation game. <laughs> she looks so sickly in the photo. She's G.I. Jaundice. <laughs> <laughs> People like Leslie abuse their authority to get back at people because they know that their power is fleeting. The only reason they have any say in the world is because they have momentarily been artificially vested with it. But that power is fleeting. It passes. Even Leslie knows that real authority can't be maintained on an illusion. And she is afraid that the moment she shows weakness, she'll be found out and exposed and abandoned. And she's right. She will be. And when that happens, when the shit hits her fan and she reaches out for help, there won't be a single person reaching back for her. She will be powerless and alone and she'll know she is out of second chances and that she is ruined and she deserved it. All right. On that note, Heath and Eli. <laughs> and an infant this is dies. This, this, an infant dies. <laughs> an infant died. She shakes an infant to death. All right. Heath, Get your flu shot, Heath kids. And Eli. Don't shake it. Fuck you. Yeah. I've read so many books. <laughs> you're just not supposed to shake them. How tempting is it to shake them, Tom? I must be really tempting. Why do they keep telling me? It's like whole billboards for it. All right. Heath and Eli, this one's for you guys. Scott donated $220 for Eli to roast him and his fiance and Heath to roast their dog next. Okay. So Scott and his fiance met working in a strip club. 
but I cannot imagine what they did there. Janitors? (laughs) (laughs) You look like you're smuggling black market bridges of your nose out of Russia. I have no idea. (laughs) Also, do you guys know how much you look like each other? It's terrifying. It's too much. Is that your thing? Or did y'all just like really take it to heart the first time someone told you to fuck yourself? Because you're <laughs> incestuous twins. I need you to know that. That's good advice. That's really good advice. Brutal. You're related. And the dog looks like them too, which is pretty fucking terrifying. <laughs> so with the fuck yourself thing, it got worse. Um, And Nyx, that dog, is a pug chihuahua shih tzu blend. What? It's uh. like fucking city harvest took leftovers from the dumpster behind a canine eugenics lab and Put the shitty parts together. <laughs> Recessive day at the eugenics lab. You look like the mascot for Taco Bell's soup kitchen. <laughs> Before we take a break, let's see that triple action at work. David requested that Tom roast his daughter. Eli roast him as Melania Trump and Heath roast. Oh, l- let me guess his dog. I want to, I'm going to roast his dog. Yeah, his dog. God damn it. Okay. Well, how much did he donate? $2,000. Okay, well, yeah, for two thousand dollars, I'll literally roast and eat his dog. Or <laughs> damn right, you will. I don't care. Right. Go. Okay, valid. So, uh, we got a photo of this aggressively fat German Shepherd. It's the best. <laughs> like it's so it's so big. It's like a snowman version of a German Shepherd. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> and it's staring at David's little daughter, like. This dog's going to run over and eat her if his diabetic paws weren't falling off. (laughs) And his daughter is an adorable little Latina girl, I think. So it looks like a political cartoon of an ICE detention center. (laughs) (laughs) Like an icing detention center. (laughs) Okay, this one is tough because David is an excellent looking dude. Luckily for me and Dave's money's worth, he has the most terrifying non-haircut I have ever seen. <laughs> Dave looks like a Chia pet bought shares in the house it was raised in and then fired the owner. He looks like he <laughs> walks into the barbershop and asks for the Mystic River postscript. <laughs> I think Eli's projecting. Baby, you gave $2,000 to charity, and I love you. I do. But next year, I demand... No, I beg that you give $1,960 to charity and break up with supercuts. You owe it to yourself, <laughs> Silver Fox. You owe it to yourself. <laughs> okay, terrific. So I get an adorable six-year-old girl. Oh, okay, awesome. Hey, little girl. You look sweet and happy in your pictures. How great for you. But you know what, kiddo? You're growing up, which means that you're going to have to enter the real world where being sweet and adorable doesn't matter unless you want to call yourself cinnamon and develop a meth habit. And all that <laughs> joy and laughter that you bring your dad now, that's that's all going to fade, too. Because soon you won't be cute and pleasant. You'll just be a great big pain in the ass. And no matter what you do, you'll never be who your dad hoped you would be. And although he won't say it, every day you'll fall a little shorter and a little shorter of that goal. Until when you move out and go to college, your dad boxes up your remaining shift you let at the house. And he doesn't even bother to donate it before carrying it out to the trash. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> And then you die. <laughs> and then you die. <laughs> all right. All right. Gentlemen, it's time for Vulgarity for Charity's very last. Spiking round. 
That didn't sound as good as Ian's version because he's on vacation. Anyway, <laughs> the category is religious figures. Thanks to Floyd, John, Azel, Whitney, Cassandra, Shane, Colin, Paul, Drew. For this very special spitening round, I'd like you to tell me who these lying liars should be the patron saint of and why. So starting off with David Bednar. All right. David Bednar is the patron saint of cradle robbing. Uh, David, if you're going to marry a woman 20 years your junior, she's supposed to be hot. You're doing this wrong, David. (laughs) (laughs) Or rich. Ken Ham. Next one's Ken Ham. Ooh, uh, the patron saint of burn victims. Because <laughs> oh, he is one, but like they could look at his face and feel better about themselves, you know? <laughs> okay. Next one. How about all of Calvinism? Oh, okay. Calvinism should be the patron saint of complaining that somebody hasn't returned your casserole dish. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ayn Rand and all of her followers. Fantastic. Or Ayn Rand. Ayn Rand and the objectivists. The worst fucking white snake cover band ever. (laughs) Stick with the name White Sneg, like I goddamn told you. You're the patron saints of the Tesla truck with truck nuts. Uh, In the words of Heath Unright, how about another round? Wait, what? I think it's an alcohol joke. I don't know. Eli wrote it. Okay. I drink alcohol. That's right. That's true. Yes. Yeah. For the, for this group of duplicitous dupes. Borderline functional. I'd like you to describe (laughs) their own personal hell. So Eli, start us off with pastor Steven Anderson. Okay. This one's actually cheating because we saw the video. It's um, being surrounded by nice gay people who make your tummy tickle in Orlando while Shay <laughs> explains that your magic gay killing button still hasn't arrived from Amazon. So yeah, that's... <laughs> we saw that one. Okay, Noah. Christian science founder, Mary Baker Eddy. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, the founder of the Holy Roman Empire of Religions. Okay. Her personal hell would be a classroom where she has to explain any single sentence she ever wrote to any person of average intelligence until it made sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll take the next one because I think uh, Jerry Falwell Jr.'s personal hell would be him in a gay pride shirt. And he desperately wants to change out of it, but his closet doors locked. <laughs> he has to wallpaper the white house and copies of the treaty of Tripoli for eternity. <laughs> Nobody's going to let him keep fucking that pool boy. Somebody's taking it away. (laughs) (laughs) Tom, you're next. The personal hell of Amma the Hugging Saint? Uh, Amma's personal hell would actually be my personal heaven, one in which people starve for touch, don't resort to hugging gurus, and instead just get a naughty massage like normal people. Okay. Okay. Last one. Heath, bring us home with the personal hell of Yeezy Kanye West. (laughs) All right, Kanye's personal hell is uh, right here, right now, inside his own brain. I'm no pretty sure, shit, right? <laughs> and inside Kim Kardashian's shadow. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Kim Kardashian, soon to be ESQ, I believe. And Kanye's devil is definitely Bernie Sanders. Uh, liberal, atheist, Jewish, and musically talented. Oh, yeah, well, that's a great tormentor. All right. Before we close out vulgarity for charity this year, at least take a break for a couple weeks so that iTunes doesn't recategorize us under insult comedy. We'd like to take a moment to give apologetic roasts to three very special people. These Titans of tithing donated last year only to have their requests slip through the many, many cracks in Eli's mind. <laughs> and we're here to make up for it 
So let's start with Bailey's mom, Margaret. I could have sworn I've already roasted her. I looked at that picture and I thought I, I thought I looked through and I tried to find her. So apparently I didn't. But man, boy, did that picture look familiar. OK, you look like an Ann Coulter fuck doll carved out of a giant Slim Jim. You <laughs> <What the laughs> look like the kind of person that knows oh. your moon sign. <laughs> you, you, you decided to become a vegan because the only time you didn't feel superior to other people is when you were shitting. Oh, God. <laughs> It's familiar because Noah has Excellent. a fucking doll card from John's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's delicious, by the way. Okay, Heath, how about a roast for Rich from Rich? All right. Uh, yeah, Rich wanted a roast of uh, mental illness in general, I think. And yeah, so despite Eli's amazing organizational skills and spreadsheet acumen, we never came through on this last year. So this is long overdue. Yeah. <laughs> um, except it's not. Uh, Rich, apparently you have too much social anxiety to listen to our podcasts and notice your roast. <laughs> or, well, way more likely, Eli's wrong about that, and we did skip it. Either way, <laughs> let's, let's try this again. It's certainly um, the latter. Fuck mental illness. Mental illness looks like my face just punched me in the face. It looks like <laughs> a self-referential analogy. Mental illness is the mental illness of mental illness analogies, mental illness. Mental illness <laughs> standing right behind me, isn't it? Yeah. But seriously, I met Rich over in the UK and it was a, an absolute pleasure. Thanks for being you and for being so patient at a mental health clinic where you were there. <laughs> and Eli, why don't you do this last one for Lake Ted Cruz? Sorry, really? Lake? We didn't do Ted Cruz last year? You sure about that one, buddy? We didn't Eli, get to Ted Cruz. Eli, <laughs> Eli. Fine, fine. My mistake, my mistake. Ted Cruz, like this roast, is long overdue. He was a contender for president before Trump, which is like taking someone's virginity who currently specializes in quadruple penetration. <laughs> worst of all, Ted Cruz and I like some of the same porn, and I will never forgive oh. either of us for that. Oh. Either of us. Two votes. And now his watch has ended. Well, almost ended. While many of your stories this year struck a special place in our cold, dead hearts, one that we found especially moving was of Eric's son, Egan, who used his birthday to raise money for modest needs, carried a sign at a football game, all to raise $105 for a good cause, and would like Eli and Tom to roast his bully, Patton. Patton, I will fucking fight Eli. you. Eli. <laughs> I, will, I will gather a group and I will fight you. <laughs> Not the problem, buddy. Not the problem. I'll hate you in my car. No. Okay. That's You'll miss him with your car. Yeah. Yeah, you will. <laughs> I will. Patton, you're a bully now because you don't know how to be anything else. You're just a fucking kid. You don't know that the entire world's social systems can see you coming from a mile away, that the world was built by guys and gals who were themselves bullied, and that every step of the way, people like you lose. You'll lose by inches, Patton, slowly and inexorably. You won't even notice it's happening, but it will happen, and every step of the way, you'll feel it. You'll feel the increasing isolation, the loneliness, the rejection. That's the life of a bully, Patton. It's lonely for a reason, because you don't deserve other people. And as your peers age and your world shrinks and as the walls of your social circle collapse around you, you will feel all of it. It will eat at you. It will fill you even as you are empty. Every night when you lay your head to pillow to sleep, it will gnaw at you like a terrible hunger you cannot satisfy. The hollow, empty shell of where you hurt will never stop aching. But the worst part, 
is that no one will care that you hurt, Patton. You will hurt and you will be alone with it, nursing your emptiness until you cannot separate where you are broken from where you are whole. And it won't matter to anyone that you are desperate to be loved because this hell is yours and you will never be okay. <laughs> also, right. he hopes your uh, kid dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, Egan, I'm not going to say anything meaner than Tom just did because it's not physically possible, <laughs> but also I just challenged him to a fight. So there's that. I'll fight Patton for you. Just throwing that out there. But I, I will tell you this, Egan, and it is worth a thousand Eli roasts. Look, your bully is mean and scared and ugly to the kids around him because he doesn't understand how to be kind. But Egan, already, you do. You are already so much cooler, so much kinder, and so much nicer in all the ways that matter. And someday, your bully, though it doesn't seem like it, will be a distant memory for you. In five or ten, let alone fifteen years, someone's going to have to remind you he even existed, but you... You are forever a kid so awesome that we had to close a $200,000 charity drive with your story. And that's the best revenge you could ask for, Egan. Also, he looks like Augustus Gloop got lit on fire. <laughs> so there's, there's such a double thing there. Egan, we got a two-base. So I know we still have roasts to go here, and we will continue these for a while, but I did want to thank everyone for donating to Modest Needs. Thank you, audience. You people are amazing. We want to thank all the people who made this the biggest year yet. Thanks to our guest roasters, the How To Heretic podcast, the Opening Arguments podcast, Andy and Marsh from the Mercy Side Skeptics. And we'd like to thank all the podcasts that help get the word out. The Atheists on High podcast, Waiting for Wrath, Unapologetics, Believe It or Not, Sarah Talk, and The Thinking Atheist. Thank you so much for playing our bumpers. Some of you interviewed Keith. It was just amazing. So thank you all so much for helping make this the biggest year yet. And a huge thanks to Haley and Tim, who worked to organize this and make sure Eli can't forget your roasts again this year, which he will somehow find a way to do. And (laughs) don't get too sad. We'll be back in a few weeks with even more vulgarity for charity. Thanks, guys, for joining us. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. Super welcome. I love you guys. What? And stop recording right there. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so we don't have a patron list this week because uh, because Ian is on vacation. We won't have it for a couple weeks, but we do want to thank our patrons like we always do, and we will thank our patrons this upcoming week for our fifth uh, after our five hundredth recording show. We're going to be having a pizza party specifically thanking patrons, indeed, hanging out with patrons. Um, if you'd like to become a patron, we'd really encourage it. We'd love it if you would become a patron. Um, you're the ones who make Glory Hole Studios exist. You're the ones who help us make sure this show was possible. So if if you have the ability to donate. We would love it. You can go to patreon.com slash dissonance pod or go to dissonancepod.com. There's plenty of ways to donate to our show. We got a message, a couple messages about the Bill Maher thing. Bunch of people just sort of saying, yeah, thanks for bringing this up. Like a bunch of people are like, hey man, he's kind of a dick. And here's a, there's a couple of reasons why he's a dick. I know Julio sent in a message that was like, yeah, I, I kind of swore off him for a while, but we also got a message, um, a, a sort of a, a, a message that was a little negative from Pat, who was like, Hey, you guys did that segment wrong. You guys genuinely did not explain in that segment that that guy was actually saying to vaccinate their children. He was saying you should vaccinate, but you should spread it out. 
And he's also shrugging his shoulders a lot and saying, you know, I don't trust the doctors. And he's telling us testimony about basically saying, you know, I know a guy who said I wouldn't do it. Right. You know, so he's he's basically poisoning the well when it comes around to vaccines. around vaccines. And he says he's not anti-vaccination if he's willing, to, if he's telling you to vaccinate your children. And I would disagree with Pat here. Pat, if he is poisoning the well around vaccines to make it so that people doubt more and more that vaccines are efficacious, even after all that study is done, he is anti-vax. He's a soft anti-vax. He's an insidious anti-vax. He's a shitty anti-vax, but he is, make no mistake, anti-vax. He's poisoning the well around vaccinations. And anytime you sow the seeds of doubt around the safety of vaccines because that's the only reason you would want a protracted schedule right the the, the claim is that mar is saying well we should vaccinate but we should have a longer vaccine schedule one you're you're deviating from the recommendation of doctors like the 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 vaccine schedule is not a random i don't know get it when you want yeah there, there, there's it's a not, I'm process. hungry now. I'll go get a cookie. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like, yeah. And the reason why they do it is because, you know, at certain ages, children are vulnerable and can be very, very, very much injured from these things. That's why, you know, they can't get it before X date right. because their, their immune systems can't handle it. But once their immune systems can handle it, you should do it because a kid with measles sucks. Yeah. Right. And measles is a great big deal. And all these diseases, we've talked about this. Yeah. These are all big deal public health initiatives that fucking matter anything that that casts doubt on that schedule is basically saying like there there is a safety issue we don't want to do this as you know it's bullshit it's all bullshit if there was defies science yeah yeah exactly and if there was a real problem with it doctors would space it out so that there wouldn't be that's why there already is a spaced out they don't just pop you out of the womb and shoot you up with the measles vaccine right Right. like so they already space it out so when somebody comes in who's like well they're not spacing it up well they already do like what the fuck are you talking about the only reason you're saying that is because you want to sell a book that's the only fucking reason you want to say that yeah tom we got a we got a message from will and will was talking about how in his state in oregon basically if you have a fuel efficient hybrid car they make you pay two to three times more in vehicle registration fees um basically trying to collect the money for roads through different ways because you're not paying as much gas tax and your contention is that that's just going to ward people away from buying these cars yeah well this this seems to be a really bad decision like we if if the if the overarching goal is to get people to move toward fuel efficient rather than inefficient yeah. cars and to electric cars and to reduce the overall carbon footprint and we want to reduce the carbon footprint not because that just seems like a good idea but because there's steep health and human and economic costs to a greater carbon footprint it seems to me we should be doing things to incentivize that transition. Yeah. The, 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 would your state not be better off if everybody were driving more efficient vehicles and burning less? Yes, of course it would. Of course your state would be better off. The idea that you would raise the registration because you're not getting, you're not able to squeeze people uh, at the gas pump as yeah. much. That's literally the point of getting something more efficient. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, these cars are already more expensive. Yeah. You're already paying more for the car. Yeah. yeah. You save some, but you don't generally make back unless you drive a lot. Yeah. You don't generally make back everything that you spend on the cost, the additional cost, of the more efficient car. Now I got to pay more 
to register it, that's just going to de-incentivize people from moving toward efficient cars, which means we're going to have people burning more gas and using more carbon, and then we'll just pay the associated costs of the climate change. Yeah. Well, and you know, the other thing you mentioned too is that the, like you should make it like a sin tax. Like as time yeah. goes on, make gas a sin tax. Make it the more uh, fuel efficient cars come in, the harder it is to drive the fucking T-Rex 500 or whatever it is right. from, from, uh, from RoboCop, the, the, that fucking big gas guzzling five miles per gallon right. car. You can drive it, but five miles, uh, five miles per gallon, you're going to be paying a lot of money because gasoline is going to be so expensive because we're going to be adding all those taxes on it to make it so people don't do it. And I think that's a great idea. We should be moving towards that. But this this administration specifically, even with the, how they went after uh, they went after California when they wanted to make up the the mileage rules, um, they right. went after yeah, California. They fucking for it. lost so, their shit. exactly. So. That's why we can't have nice things. It's not going to happen here. We got a message from from Keith. Keith's from Australia, and he said, hey, look, here's the deal. Uh, I'm a longtime listener, but really, you know, I'm listening to Skeptics Creed, and you put foot massage there. He's like, foot massage is fine. You want to change it to reflexology? Here's the thing, man. We're 500 episodes into this thing. We're not changing it. That's number one. We tried to, Tom tried to read it a different way one way we played it for three weeks we got so much hate mail because people know (laughs) the cadence of how it's read specifically on how this particular version of skeptics creed is read look man he says tarot cars for crying out loud it's wrong we're just gonna leave it so stop pressuring us man look it it also like it's a poem it's not a one so it's the the line if you is detox reflex foot massage the reflex in front of that refers to it being reflexology but it's not just saying that that's not how poetry works either it's just it's not how poetry works keith we're just gonna have to disagree what do you think reflex is there for we're gonna like you think i don't believe in reflexes Tom, the reflex is the referent. Tom goes in to the doctor and they hit his leg with the thing and it doesn't move. Yeah, and he's no. mad about it. <laughs> no, no, I don't do that. I'm a skeptic. Regardless, Keith, thank you for the message. Thanks, and thanks buddy. for, and thanks, for listen- yeah, and thanks for listening to the show. You. And thank you for listening to the skeptics creed. We got a uh, video and we're going to post it on this week's show notes. It's a street fighter religion edition. Now this is a little different than the old one that was going around because this one has the guy who gets chucked off the stage on it. And then there's, (laughs) there's uh, a little bit of other stuff too. So check it out. It's going to be on this week's show notes. This is episode 499. We also are signed up, not by us to a bunch of like conservative websites that send us like, like uh, they send us these ad what are they? They're, they're fucking like PR firms that send us all this stuff. And, um, one of them is one of them that I kept this week. Cause it's just awesome. Trump to be pardoned on long Island. They named a Turkey Trump that was born on his birthday <laughs> and it's on long Island. And they say Trump will be spared from getting his head chopped off and, and from any impeachment process as he is loved by everyone. So since everybody loves him and I've been to long Island and everybody on long Island loves Trump. So, so this makes say, sense. Everyone on long Island's a fucking Turkey. Yeah, everybody, everybody on long Island is kind of golden Brown, like a Turkey. Now that you mention it, I think they're, they're all like the long Island medium, how she's just that weird orange hue where you're just like, are you part of Palumpa or just really just yeah. somebody puts you in the toaster oven for the right amount of time. Do you have yeah. a lot of squirrel labor yeah. doing here? 
<laughs> Not a squirrel labor. <laughs> oh, let's get a wrap it up for this week. We will be back next week. We want to thank, of course, the scathing atheist guys, the puzzle and thunderstorm guys for joining us uh, for doing vulgarity for charity this week. We are looking forward to seeing them in person next week. Tune in next week. It's our 500th show. We want to thank everybody for joining us for 500. I don't know that we'll have an opportunity uh, next week to get, um, to, to sort of talk to the audience like I am going to get right. a chance right now. But um, this show wouldn't exist without our audience. This show wouldn't exist without our patrons. And I want to thank everybody for listening for 500 episodes. This this, uh, this hobby has been a great hobby for Tom and I for, yeah. for at this point, over 10 years. Yeah. And we've been, we've had an opportunity to, um, to really uh, connect over a lot of issues that we probably would have connected with and connected on outside of a mic, but we've we've got them all on on tape and people seem to enjoy them. And we just want to thank you all for listening for 500 episodes. We think it's amazing. Yeah, guys, this this show has changed my life, and it, and I've had so many opportunities. I've met so many people. I've yeah. done that. My life is different and richer and better because of this show. And I do owe a lot of that to the listeners. Most of it to Cecil, to be honest, yeah. but a lot of it to the listeners. So, so truly heartfelt. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for listening and come back next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Puzzle guys in, in, in studio. Thank everybody for donating for, uh, to, uh, modest needs for vulgarity for charity. And that is going to wrap it up for this week. We'll be back next week for our 500 show, but we're going to leave you like we always do with foot massage. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy healing, water downward spiral, brain dead pan sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.